you, me, Scatcast 25. No dillying and or dallying today. I am the script keeper, and this is Steve. I'm the Steve. He's the Steve. I've got five skitscats to get to, so let's get right to the table of contents. Yeah, so I can go home. I know what you want, Steve, and you also want this fucking interlude. No, I don't. Oh, it's much too late for that, Steve. Uh. my interlude, Steve. I don't know why you insist that is necessary. It just makes me feel better, Steve. Okay, then. All right, let's talk about the show. We worked on a lot of skitscats this week, but we chose five in particular that we didn't even tell the inside scoopers. I told the inside scoopers wrong all week about everything. I'm a piece of shit. And he's sorry to his mama. Thanks, Steve. She'd be ashamed of you. Oh, yeah. But that's sometimes how scatcast works. And plus, there's life shit, moving parts, all that stuff. Fucking excuses. Well, I thought I was going to do another Black Sheep this week. We're not. Okay. I thought we were going to do another Ambling Through Religious History this week. We're not. All right. Instead, Here's the plan. I'm sure it's even dumber. Thanks, Steve. First, we're going to science up the science and go inside my mind. I heard a guy at the TSA grabbed your dick. Yep, and we caught it all on science. Dumb. Then we have something unique that I just kind of didn't want to tell you guys about until Oof. now. And now we're going to hear it. Why? It's called... Well, I'm not even going to tell you what it's called. We'll get there when we get there. But I'm going to solve some of the world's problems. Forget politics. I've got the solution. Yeah, poop guy's got the solution. Nah, we appreciate that you smeared the scat. Then oh. after the surprise skit scat, we're going to go back to our normal kind of stuff. We've got our nurse fairy rhymes. I've got the Toad King for you this week. You can keep it. Then we have, once again, our double feature, Liam the Monster Hunter Continues, and the very special Gunner Halifax season finale. Why'd you do that with your voice there? Because it might be a stinker, Steve. Well, you definitely smell like armpits, but what are you talking about? We'll get there, Steve. It's episode 25. I'm fucking around. I'm the script keeper. I can do what I want on the show that's got script keeper in the name, mother... We apologize. Scarecast is experiencing technical difficulties. I told them they should unplug Scarecast and then plug it back in. It always worked for me. Now back to your regularly scheduled skits. So in a nutshell, Steve, it's my fucking show, bro. Okay. Do you want to do the science thing now? Yeah, let's do the science thing. This week on Science Guys Sciencing My Brain, they followed me around as I prepared to get on an airplane for a concert I was playing for some Illuminati folk. Dumb. I can't tell you where I flew, Dumb. but I'll tell you what, the scientists will never be the same. Dumb. Here's me preparing for going on an airplane, I don't care. getting frisked by the TSA, and being on an airplane. <laughs> Okay, checklist time. Guitar. Yes, but it's got a broken string. Do we have strings? Ha, ha, no strings. Fuck. Yeah, we've got strings. This Illuminati castle have strings. No, we break a lot of strings. Yeah, we should learn how to play guitar properly. Whatever, we're getting sidetracked. We need to fill our suitcase with things we need. I like traveling. Yes, we like traveling. All right, back to the checkboxes. We need socks and underwear, dumb fucks. Right, socks. We need 10 pairs. Do we need 25 pairs? Yeah, we're only going to be gone for a week. Do we need 50 pairs? We need a couple pairs for when we pull our dick out. No, I'm certainly right. not wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we got phone, wallet, keys. Yep. We got a charger. My back hurts. Not now, Bob. We're trying to keep on task here. Hungry. Okay, you're throwing mixed signals, body. Now make sure we bring a book. Now we should read more. Oh God, we need to read more. Reading is stupid. Now let's make a sock account on Facebook and troll people. Yeah, I like to laugh at people feeling bad. No. I want to shit on them. Exactly. Well, maybe metaphorically. Uh, what if we forget something? Oh, shit. Anxiety. Anxiety. Where did you come from? Mama gave no, us you. a suitcase. Now oh, fuck. We shit. should bring our weed onto the airplane no. with us. No, that's not a good idea. Even I know that's stupid. Yeah, we will not be doing that. <laughs> and we're out my mind for a second. Now we're gonna look at the TS. I love those guys. Here's what it looks like inside my mind when that stranger touched my dick. <laughs> 
undo your belt. Excuse me, what? Uh, what the fuck is this? We've got a red alert. We've got a stranger danger going to the no-no square. Ah, I just want to be on a plane. Ah, I already hate planes. Ah. Calm down. This guy thinks we're a terrorist or something, so we need to show him that we're not a terrorist. We should tell him we're a terrorist. I wonder what would happen, um, dude. You two can shut the fuck up. Okay, he's engaging with our dick. Okay, only our girlfriends and doctors have done this. I do not like this. It's all right, egoist, so we can go play for the Illuminati. You want this. I do not feel strong. Yeah, he is cupping the balls. He is cupping the balls. Yeah, he's pulling the dick out. This guy's staring in our eyes. He's a hero. <laughs> then we were sciencing on the airplane. <laughs> Realm. Okay, just, try and, just try and breathe differently than that. Mm, no, no that, that's worse. That's definitely worse. I wonder what the handle on this door does. God damn it, curiosity. Fuck that TSA guy. And the government has no authority to put his hands down your pants. Nobody cares. They're not going to do anything. We can podcast about it. That's hardly doing anything. Fuck that TSA guy. It really did make eye contact with us when he was touching our dick. That does seem like the definition of government overreach. Big time. Real funny. Are you singing La Bamba. One of us always sings La Bamba when we're flying on an airplane to a gig. That's still not funny. Richie Valens died and it was sad. Uh, oh God, great job. Sweet, Sweet home Alabama. We are pieces of shit. Especially to ourselves. Jesus. We suck. We suck. I think we're pretty shitty to other people too. I don't want to be. Uh, we'll get kicked off the island. Uh, or they might kick us off the airplane. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll definitely get kicked off Twitter. Fuck. Everything's fine. Uh, we're perfectly no, normal. No, no. We should pull the dick out. <laughs> That's enough of that fucking science. I definitely need to apologize to my mom. Inside my mind, I'm a piece of shit, and I'm sorry to my mom. Okay, now it's time to save the world. Yeah, I bet. You can tell us how we saved the world at info at scatcast.com. Mm-hmm. You seem skeptical, Steve. Well, I'm pretty sure you're setting us up for something dumb. I think I have solutions, Steve, and that's what I'm going to give the folk. The folk, huh? We pulled all our Illuminati strings to make this one happen. It's called Politified. Hi, I'm Chase Malachi Meridian, and this is NPR. That was Morning Edition. (coughs) Now moving on. Later today, three hours of screaming. Then later we'll have two hours of select intellectuals doing their best to pretend that they don't think Karl Marx is cool, followed by your local nonsense. But now since normal Americans can't be trusted to be part of the political process, in a country of 330 million people, you have two choices, red or blue. This is... Welcome to Politifight, where politicians are pitted against each other to fight to the death. Since no one seems to have any interest in debating ideas, the American public has demanded that public policy will be decided by a no-rules, no-holds-barred cage match. Now here's your host, Dave Crackerberry and Angus Blackburn Jr. Hey, thanks, screaming guy. I'm Angus Blackburn Jr. Yep, and I'm Dave Crackerberry. And we're here at the Capitol Hill Action Center. Yeah, we've got a packed house tonight. And that has to be for tonight's main event. Now, former Democratic President Bill Clinton versus former Republican President George W. Bush. It's like something from the turn of the century threw up in 2022. Well, stay tuned as we watch these two elderly gentlemen, mm. and probably both war criminals, yeah. to the death in the cage match. And the winner gets to decide how healthcare will be run this year. Because nothing matters and existence is meaningless. That's right, but let's catch you up on some of the fights from earlier. What a day it's been. An interleague play, the Democrats had a hell of a fight. Yeah, three-time featherweight champion Nancy Pelosi beat this shit out of Chuck Schumer today. She sure did. Look at this. Yeah. Body blow. Body blow. It only took three rounds before Nancy Pelosi slashed Chuck Schumer's eyes out. 
Now that's what the taxpayers want to see. Now turning our attention to the Republican League. Yeah, by the way, before we say that, NPR would like to remind you, Republicans are evil and want to steal your Smurf berries. How could the TV be wrong? Right, this part of the show is sponsored by Eli Lilly and Pfizer. Now back to the inner league. Now, inner league. Like the league. league between the... It's all the Republicans, now, man. Okay. It was Ted Cruz versus some other guy. I can't tell him apart anymore. Now, it was Governor Ron DeSantis. Texas versus Florida, and you know who won? I'm not sure. The New World Order Illuminati. Right, that's ridiculous, as always, and does not represent NPR in any way. Right, but here's how the match went down. Yeah, rumor has it that Ron DeSantis has been busy practicing his punches on children at Disney World. And I've got to say, Ted Cruz doesn't look like he's in fighting shape. Maybe drinking booze on the beach shape. That's what shape I'm in. I'm drinking moonshine right now. Does that count? Fuck yeah, it does. Well, Ron DeSantis came in like a wrecking ball. Yeah, but they seemed to bounce off of Ted Cruz like he was wearing six or seven layers of my pillow. Which we here at NPR would like to remind you, those pillows are likely bound together with puppy and kitty tears. Now, do we have any sources to back that up? Do you think people would check anyway? Absolutely not. Well, Ted Cruz did seem to get a few important blows in when he grabbed this chair from the audience and smashed Governor DeSantis right over the head with it. Yeah, I think the real big problem was that Michael Moore was sitting in that chair. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. You know. it got pretty ugly. It really did. There was blood and oil and gravy everywhere. Yeah. And like every time politicians are involved, no one won. Also in the political talking head division, Ben Shapiro just edged out Anderson Cooper by choking him out with a violin bow. It was crazy. People forget Ben Shapiro was a violin prodigy. Oh, that's the connection. Okay. And don't forget earlier that Jimmy Kimmel was disqualified for setting Matt Walsh from the Daily Wire's beard on fire. Yeah, and just a reminder from NPR, it's not okay to dehumanize people. Right. And also Republicans are evil subhumans. Yeah, they're not humans if we disagree. Right, now it's time for the main event. Yeah, I don't care who you are. Both these people pretty much suck. Yep. First in the blue corner. Half of America thinks he's a charismatic blues-playing saxophone guy. Now, he was elected to two terms and they called him Slick Willie. The other half of America thinks he's a womanizing, drug-taking, Arkansas bumpkin with Rhodes Scholarship. Right. Also, he and his wife probably killed a bunch of people. Yep, there are different ideas about former President Bill Clinton. I'll never forget how he cheated on his wife and then lied to America, and then the girl got her life ruined instead of him. Ain't politics grand. Oh, yeah. And then in the red corner. He was voted president you'd most like to have a beer with and then call him a war criminal. Yeah, half of America thought he was, you know, for like 90 seconds after 9-11, he stood there and we were all like, okay, all right, fine, George W. Bush. Right, and then the Patriot Act. Military Commissions Act. War in Iraq. But he was a hell of a baseball fan, even owned a team for a minute. He was a real everyman's man. And then half the country also thinks he's, you know, a war criminal. A dumb fuck on fire in the rain. The antithesis of freedom and liberty. You know, bad things. Right. People don't like each other. Well, the fight's about to start. Let's get it out. Hey, America, let's get ready to crumble! You get it, whatever. Right, here they go. They touch gloves. Yep, this is going to be a good one. Yep. Well, they're both 75 years old. And they're both members of shadowy elite secret societies. Will you stop with that? I just want people to know that no win or lose, the New World Order Illuminati is winning this one. Right, well, they're circling each other. Yeah, nobody's really thrown a punch yet. George W. Bush doesn't seem to know where he is. Oh, boy, it looks like Bill Clinton's formed some sort of shiv. Well, it's no holds barred. I guess he's holding a knife. That counts. Yep. There he goes. Oh, he's stabbing. Oh, 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 he's rapidly stabbing George W. Bush in the O. I know it's brutal, but it's certainly better than the political process. I'll bet you won't free health care now. Well, Bill Clinton is taunting George W. Bush. I'm going to go nuclear on your ass. Yeah, George W. Bush isn't going to stand down until the mission is accomplished. Oh, wow. George W. Bush has wrapped himself around Bill Clinton, around his neck. W's gone full spider monkey. This is crazy. Oh, looks like there's fights breaking out in the stands. Now, this is a fucking democracy. Yeah, it looks like George W.'s corner is exploding. Yeah, former CEO of Halliburton and vice president of America, right. Dick Cheney's throwing cinder blocks. It's been a long time since I thought about Dick Cheney. Yeah, still think he's evil. Oh, yeah. It's tough to see who's going to win this fight as they're both kind of filibustering each other's asses. Really, that's the one we're going to end on? They both just gerrymandered each other's faces? Well, they need to tally up the score. Then they'll have to run it by the people who own the government to make sure that they like the score.
So we should know who won in 18 months. Maybe 36. Yeah, you might find out in 70 years, only through the Freedom of Information Act. Who the fuck knows? This has been Politified. Now back to the things you normally listen to on NPR. Bye-bye. And that was Politified here on NPR. I'm Chase Malachi Meridian. And now a three-hour lecture on the campus of Berkeley entitled Cathartic Screaming for the Souls of Trees. <laughs> this is NPR. And I think the thesis of Scatcast every episode is vote Skynet. Let the robot overlords come and dominate me. Process me, daddy. Fucking yikes. What are you, a Luddite, Steve? I don't have a cell phone. All right, well, good for you. You're not suffering like the rest of us, you cunt. What are you talking about? Whenever I talk about government or politics, it just makes me want to kind of throw up in the back of my mouth a little bit bit. My brain kind of, you know, it's just so obsolete and boring and dumb. Okay. But now let's escape. I gave you some bullshit. I'm sorry. Now we're escaping. The guys at the TSA grabbed my dick. What do you want from me? To not act like a dildo? I'm the dildo. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. It's all stories and escapism from here on out. Now this is... Something dumb Zach did. The, the cast of Scatcast did. Right. It's Scatcast Nurse Fairy Rhymes, The Toad King. Can't wait till it's over. Sleep, sleep little baby. Sleep little baby, you sleep. Scatcast is here to harvest your fears and show you the horrors of life. It's Scatcast Nursery Rhymes. <laughs> really fairy tales, but whatever. Hey there, cunts. Welcome to yet another Scatcast Nurse Fairy Rhymes. We promise to shit all over this one, too. It's another tale from Brothers Grimm, and it makes absolutely no sense. It's called The Toad King. And the odds of you being any smarter after hearing this is 0%. Enjoy it, cunts. Once upon an olden time, when it was still of some use to wish for the thing one wanted, there lived a king whose daughters were hard as fuck. If these gals weren't my daughters, I'd smash, said the king creepily. Now, that was meant to be a compliment. Yeah, yeah, we got it. You missed the mark a little bit there. Yeah, damn it. Now, the youngest daughter was really, really hot. Well, am I playing the princess again? Yep. All right, well, check out my tits. Yeah. She was so beautiful that even the sun in the sky was like, I forgot how to fucking be the sun and would stop to watch. It's like two in the morning. Why is the sun still out? Whoop, sorry. Now, near the royal castle, there was a great dark wood. And in the wood, under an old linden tree, whichever that fucking is, was a well. And when the days were hot, the king's daughter used to go forth into the wood and sit by the brink of the cool well. It's the only way to get away from all these men staring at me like I'm fucking meat. She said hot as fuckably. Oh, even the narrator, thank you. Her most favorite pastime was to take out a golden ball and throw it up and catch it. She'd do that for hours and holy fuck, I'm glad we have Playstations now. Seriously. I grizzle. Now it happened one day that when the beautiful princess was playing with that golden ball, instead of it falling back oh, into the maiden's oh little hand, oh which shit, had oh set shit. it aloft, fuck, fuck, fuck. it dropped into the fucking well. Oh, fuck, that's the only thing I have to do. Now life is so fucking Barry. The king's daughter oh, followed shit. the ball with her eyes as it sank, oh, but the shit. well was so deep, so deep it put the earth's butt to sleep. What? Wait, what the no. fuck is your problem? My prefrontal lobes are too small and my adrenal glands are too big. Okay. So she began to weep at the loss of her golden ball. Oh, my life sucks. And she wept and wept as if she could never be comforted. And the sun was in the sky like, oh, I'm going to hell for this. And in the midst of her weeping and the sun doing his thing, she heard a voice saying to her, hey, what ails thee, king's daughter? Thy tears would melt a heart of stone. Who's there? She said, pursed lipidly as she looked around to see where the voice was from, but she could only see a toad. Hey, yeah, it's me down here, eh? Hey. Oh, it's you, a fucking toad. I mean, I'm a talking toad, eh? Whatever. Hey, tell me why you are weeping, eh? I weep because my golden ball, the only fucking thing I have to do besides being oogled by gentlemen, hey, has hey. fallen into this fucking well. Hey, I see. <laughs> but the toad was a good-natured little shit. Hey, don't cry, bitch. I can help you get your ball back. Oh my god, whatever. I can, <laughs> but what will you give me if I fetch your ball again, eh? Are you for serious right now? Yes, eh? Oh my god. 
God, whatever you like, dear frog. Any of my clothes, my pearls, my jewels, even the golden crown that I wear. Yeah, yeah, what the fuck am I going to do with that shit? I don't want that. Okay, what do you want? And please don't let it be to touch my tits. Uh, no, let's just be friends, Zach. Eh? Can I live with you? Uh, well. If I can eat from your plate uh, and drink from your cup uh, and, you know, sleep in your bed with you, uh, I promise they won't touch you mm. and I'll go get your body. Yeah, I cannot tell you how fucking creepy that is. Yeah, this yeah, fucking yeah. planet is yeah. fucking creepy. Yeah, these are my terms. Whatever. I promise everything. Yeah, just yeah. bring the ball back so I don't have to fucking do nothing. But inside the princess's mind, she said to herself, Well, I've never met a talking frog before. I highly doubt its ability to get my ball and to be my bud. And he will so try to touch me. What the fuck is up with this planet? She said big tittedly. Fuck you, narrator. Yeah, I can hear your inner thoughts. Oh, please get my ball back. Yeah, you pinky promised that shit? Yes, I pinky promised. As soon as the pinkies locked, he drew his head under the water and sank down out of sight. Well, I guess I could just buy another ball. She said hard-nippledly. Fuck you. And fuck the people who raised you. She said rancorously. Oh, now I'm fucking rancorous because you're a walking penis with a face. And after a while, the toad surfaced again with a ball in his mouth, and he threw it on the grass. Holy fuck, you did it, little toad. Yeah, I said I would, eh? When the king's daughter was overjoyed to see her pretty plaything again, so she picked it up and ran off. Hey, wait, where are you going? I'm supposed to sleep in your bed and eat off your plate. Yeah, fuck off, creep. Hey, don't worry, I'll meet you at the castle, hey? And as a frog tried to keep up, it was no use. Hey, what the bitch, eh? And as soon as she returned home, she forgot about the toad. Fuck toad. The next day, the king's daughter was chilling at the table with the king in the court, eating from her golden plate, talking government shit like blue bloods like to do. I think we should burn some people at the stake. Have quite. It has been a while. Then she heard something of a pitter-patter up the marble stairs, and a tiny knocking at the door. Who the fuck is that? The king said as a cherry tomato exploded out of his mouth for some reason. Kings are supposed to eat like assholes. That checks out. Then a voice from behind the door said, A youngest king's daughter, let me in. Oh, it's someone for me. She said, breast bouncingly. Oh, you mother... So she boob-bounced over to the door and opened it. What do you want? Hello. And there was the toad. Oh, fuck you, creepy toad. She said, shutting the door as her boobs did stuff. They did stuff? And she returned uneasily to her seat. Tits shakingly, right? My child, what's wrong? The king asked. What is it that you're afraid of? Is there a giant standing at the door ready to carry you away? No. Centurion, <laughs> prepare my chain mail. No, father, it's not a giant. No. Is it a dragon? The king said, turning to a centurion guard. Bring me my dragon-scaled codpiece. Yes, my lord. No, it's not a fucking dragon. Is it an orc? No. A troll? No. no. Is it the paparazzi? Ugh. Centurion, <laughs> bring me my clown mask, a tutu, and a gatling gun. Yes, my lord. It's not the paparazzi. Then what is it that's frightening you so I can get my centurions to bring me something? It's a horrible, horrible toad. Um, okay. Well, bring me some gloves so I don't get warts. Yes, my lord. All right, so what does this frog want? Oh, my god, father. I was playing by the well with my golden ball like I do. I noticed that that's all you do. Well, then my ball fell in the water and I started crying, right? Right. And then the frog came and he got it again for me on one condition. Okay. That I'd let him be my companion. She said as tears dripped about six inches above her big boobs. Fuck. I never thought he'd leave the water and come after me. Right. But now he's outside and he wants to come in. Then the court heard the knocking a second time and the voice behind the door said, Youngest king's daughter, oh. open to me. No. By the well water, what you promised to me. What's he saying? Stupid shit. Youngest king daughter, uh, now open to me. You see what I'm fucking stuck with now? Oh, my dear daughter, thou which thou hast promised must thou perform. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not. Now go and let him in. And so she did. And the toad hopped along the floor, following at her heels. Hey, nice place you got here, bitch. Yeah. And when she reached her chair, she sat down and started to cry. This place is stupid. Hey, lift me up to sit by you, princess. The toad said, get fucked. You must do as you promised, my daughter. And so she did. Oh. And once the frog was on the chair, he wanted to get on the table. Gross. And there he sat and he said, and Now push your golden plate nearer to me so that we can eat together. And she did. But it was obvious to everyone around she was super pissed about it. This is disgusting. You're disgusting. And the frog ate his fill. <laughs> and the princess desperately tried to hold back her vomit. Eventually the toad said, Yes, I've eaten enough now. He said, holding his loaded belly. Uh, now I'm tired. Carry me to your room so 
I can sleep it. And the king's daughter began to weep again. Fuck. Now listen here, you are a princess. That which thou hast promised in thy time of necessity must thou now perform. He just got my ball back for me. What the fuck? You must now perform. And so the princess picked up the frog by his first little finger. Yeah. Little fucking <laughs> and she carried him upstairs and put him in a corner. I'm going to sleep. And as she lay down to sleep, the little toad came up and said, hey, You promised that I would sleep in your bed. Eh? Get fucked, creep. I will tell your father. Eh? The fuck you will. She said that she was filled with rage. So she picked him up and threw him against the wall with all her strength. Now you'll be quiet, you little fuck ass. She screamed at what she thought was its dead body. And in like slow motion, as he bounced off the wall and headed towards the floor, he turned into a goddamn prince with beautiful and kind eyes. What the fuck? The princess big-titted. I'm rich and handsome. He said all white-toothedly. Oh, you're still creepy as fuck, bro. And he told the princess the story of how an evil witch had turned him into a toad. Dumb. And how the spell could only be lifted. If a princess touched him while he had a boner. Oh my god. He had a boner when she was thrown in. I fucking hate the story. And so with the king's consent, they were married. Are you fucking serious? Now the story gets all fucking weird. See, the castle door came a carriage drawn by eight white horses with white plumes on their head with golden harnesses. And behind the carriage was standing faithfully a motherfucker named Henry. Yeah, that's my servant Henry here. Okay. I just have wept so much for you, my lord. Yes, you're very dramatic, eh? It was so dramatic that he had been obliged to wear three iron bands over his heart yeah. to keep it from breaking with trouble and anxiety because that's apparently a thing. Wait, you put iron shit on your heart, eh? Man, check out the scar. Yeah. Holy shit, eh? Yeah. Man, I'm probably gonna die soon. Okay, so my new husband's friend's a fucking idiot. And Henry was so happy the little iron things in his heart exploded and he died. I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah you were. Hey. But the prince didn't really care because he didn't really like Henry that much anyway. Yeah, not really. And the princess hated all this shit with all her boobs. Oh, fuck off. The end. Holy shit nuts. We've thought long and hard about what the morals of this story could be, but we gave up. So the lesson this week, Chitrin, is when things start getting hard, stop doing those things. Also, if you're a dude, try not to be a creepy fuck to women. Virtue. They don't like it very much. See you some other time. Scott Cast presents a double feature. I feel like this program has made me a lot stupider. <laughs> double feature, double feature for your double feature. Liam and Gunner, baby, yeah. We've had over 20 weeks, I believe, of this double feature. Liam the Monster Hunter and the Adventures of Gunner Halifax. That's been pretty painful. Yeah, well, here's another one. Oh, goody. This episode of Liam the Monster Hunter is called Chimera in a Tree. Dumb. Also, the detailed map of Marnia is available for download for all littermates. Or you can get the blanket. That shit is pretty tight. Marnia, go. Liam the Monster been told I need to be more supportive. Apparently some of you enjoy this, and although that angers and confuses me, I promise to give these douchey dingleberries the respect they deserve. This episode's called The Chimera in a Tree. And it's fucking dumb. Here we go. Dearest boobums, I got you a shirt with your name on it that will make your boobs look amazing. I got it at scatcast.com. So we're now residents of the Child King Alexander's Castle here in South Demon Guard City. Yeah, it is better than being trapped in the dungeon here, but not by a huge margin. Yeah, it is kind of cramped in here being roommates 
experience with you and the hobbits. Yeah, fuck you, sis. Yeah, fuck you, sis. Right, you guys take up a lot of space mentally for me. There's not a lot of space in there anyways. Yeah, you're a dumb fuck, Where did I lose the respect? <laughs> Since we've been here, you've become a famous gladiator champion. What are you bitching about? <laughs> oh, yeah, the dragon semen, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right, it's expensive, too, yeah. <laughs> Whatever, dearest Velveeta, the wizard has got us going up a giant tree. At the top of that tree is rumored to be a chimera, and that just so happens to be on my list of things to kill before I become a slayer. Yeah, hopefully in the next day or two, I will have my Chimera badge. Right, right, we got one more training session first. All right, positive, positive. These fuck asses get ready. No, okay, uh, here, they're training. Shit. Barfield, quit shitting on my shoulder, goddammit. I've been running forever, where are we going? All right, all right, I'll focus on the training. Uh, all right, a Chimera can be identified by... Two or more body parts of different animals. I just need to rest for a second. Now, right, shit, all right. God damn it, fine, fine, fine. Right, the best way to kill a chimera is with fire and a sword. Right, unless it's a fish chimera. All right, positive, positive. Uh, these guys are going to do things, and it's going to be terrible. Fuck. Stop shitting on my shoulder. Please. Seriously? Okay. I'm just going to fall down here. Where the hell are we? What do you mean I have to go in that cave and face my destiny? What do you mean the only weapons I'll need will be my mind? Wow. That's a great story, Barfield. You've been a pretty good mentor all these weeks. Besides when you hump my face, I don't like that. Discipline my ass. All right, all right. I'm going in the cave. Feel free to my love. I hope I survive to see them movies again. Oh, this is a creepy fucking cave. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> smells like recently killed things. That's always a positive. All right, that's a skeleton of a bigger, stronger creature than me. Also positive. Oh, giant spider web. Love that. Ow, ow. Sprained my ankle a bit. That's gonna be a problem. Damn it. Ow. All right, rodent infestation. That's wonderful. Thank you, Barfield, you mother... Wait, there's a little fucking house in here. This looks like the kitchen I grew up in. Ah, minus all the skeletons, I guess. All right, this is creepier than all the spiderwebs. What the fuck? What's that noise? Papa, can you hear me? Daddy, is that you? All right, positive, positive. Not everybody has the talent to make compelling stories happen. And that's okay. Is that no? What kind of mind fucking dumb shit was that, Barfield? <laughs> Whatever was that supposed to be, my father? <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? <laughs> Quit shitting down my neck, goddammit. Oh, fuck me again. Uh, the whole team's together and they're traveling to a tree. The biggest tree in Marnia. Hope they fucking die. Do we have to travel through the demon wood forest in the fucking middle of the night? Oh, yeah, it's better that the things in here only smell you and hear you. Okay. If they see you, it's not good. Yeah, Barfield's been on patrol for a long time. I hope he didn't die or something. Yeah, well, we still have a job to do. You know, ever since you've taken this job, you've become kind of cold. I'm the wizard in the employ of a king. Right, so you automatically have to be a cunt to everyone. Yeah, basically. I hate politics. We're coming up to the tree now. Yeah, thanks, Aflac. It's obvious you can't. Sure. Yeah, I hate to interrupt you guys bonding like you guys do. What is it, dick? Well, one, you do not want to know the assholes that are running around these woods. Right, you're probably right. And two, uh... What do you smell, dick? Well, it's an asshole. I figured that. Well, come here as are tricky, Liam. Well, describe what you're getting. Well, I think it's some kind of bird ass, Liam. A bird Ass, like an eagle? No, more like a duck. A duck ass. A twisted devil's duck ass, Liam. Or maybe like a turkey. A turkey ass chimera. Yeah. Well, I wish we could take you with us up there. Well, I'm super glad that you can. Speaking of the tree, no. 
look. That must be the oldest tree in Marnia. There's one of them. And we get to climb that. That's fucking great. No, you and Barfield get to climb that. Wait, you're not going with us? Oh, fuck no. I work for the king now. God damn it. But I brought this for you. It's not one of your potions, is it? I don't want it. It's a magic amulet. All right, what'd you do to it? I filled it with three drops of mermaid tears. Yep, don't want it. Sorry. Yes, you do, Liam. No, I really don't, Avery. It's Albus, you can't. And yes, you do. Yeah, mermaid tears are explosive. And you want me to wear that around my neck? They're explosive when they're activated. I really don't like where this is going. They're also a health elixir. I didn't understand what Albany said there. It's Albus! Fuck me, fuck! Look, mermaid tears are very, very valuable. Well, so's dragon semen, and look where that got Barfield. Yeah, he's the ultimate killing machine. Boo-hoo. He's afraid of ghosts and has to chug dragon jizz. Right. And he can't smaggle his own higgum anymore. What? He doesn't have a dick anymore. Hey, what's that now? I'm talking about Barfield's penis dick, not you. All right. Just take the fucking amulet or your mom will kill me. Whatever. Positive, positive, positive. These fucking cunts are climbing. Damn it. Oh, Barfield, there you are. That's a big fucking eagle. I've been climbing for like two hours. What do you mean I'm about 30 minutes away from a bar? There's a bar up here? All right, all right, bye. I'll meet you up there if I don't fall to my death. I can do this. Meanwhile, back at the camp, things were going great, despite them all being cunts. Damn it. Now, what game is that you're playing? I guess you could call it wizard chess. Mm, you seem to be worse at it than your son. <laughs> yeah, shut up, horse. You know I have a gig in Demon Guard City. Oh, yeah? And we think people will actually be there. Well, probably before you play. Okay, ouch. Well, I just wanted to see if you'd come. Well, and support your music career? Absolutely not. Why not? Me and the Hobbits have been practicing for weeks. Yeah, for weeks. It's not I didn't really practice that but much. But one of the Hobbits practiced, but, and look what he can do. Yeah, check this out, sis. Yeah. Well, he can do that because he sits around and does drugs all day and plays the kid fiddle. I don't do drugs all day, sis. I do drugs all day. It doesn't matter. We're a good band. You should come see us. Well, you got too much of your mother in you. What the fuck did you just say to me? That's some family value stuff there. Now we go back to Liam climbing a tree, and he's in a bar in a tree. This is dumb. This is a great location for a tavern. You can see everything from up here. Yeah, it's probably not the best place to be drunk. You're right. Yeah, Marnia is certainly beautiful. Yeah, I can see Cumtree and the Stone Boo Mountains from here. Yeah, and to the southwest, there's Old Dork. And you can see the Twin Nips Mountains in the Aswin Desert. Yeah, it's like a 14-year-old boy named all of Marnia. Yeah, for sure. And to the south, you can see the enormity of the Great Spooge Swamp. What's going on? Ladies and gentlemen of the Treehouse Tavern, let me sing you a tale. Shit. Oh, well. There's a man and a talking horse. I've got a talking horse. And a wizard. I've got a wizard, too. Oh. And a pigeon of destiny. Oh, shit, Barfield, this song's about us. Oh. travel the world. Keep your head down, I think. Oh. It's definitely about us. Oh. What is fucking going on? I don't know what to think about this. It is really about the pigeon of destiny. Yeah, yeah, I'm in Barfield's story. Whoa. What the fuck is that guy doing? I think that guy just had a stroke or something. Yeah. Well, I see people looking at us, Barfield. I see that. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. Then Liam and Barfield went up the tree and killed the Chimera, and then they climbed back down. Wait, seriously? Your mother was a witch of a witch! Smickety! Yeah. Yeah, take that! You're just a narcissistic ass! Strike him! Yeah. You take guys that. gotta stop! Yeah. Just the madness is gonna stop blowing shit up! Yeah, I'm with the hobbits. Could you guys not do that? What the hell is going on here? Oh, thank God, Liam. I thought I smelled your asshole. Yeah, what the hell are you guys doing? Are we having a wizard's duel? Yeah, it's a wizard's duel. It's almost always the outcome of wizard's chess. Or really, anytime wizards get together and do stuff. Well, at least you're admitting you're a wizard now. 
know. I've always been a wizard. I just like to sing songs. Fuck. All right, well, there's the head of the chimera. Yeah, that's fucking gross. <laughs> yeah, its name was Sam the Pitman, and it was part, uh... <laughs> yeah, we're guessing pig. <laughs> yeah, iguana. <laughs> and then turkey, man. Dick, you were right. I knew it was a turkey ass. And then it was part man, and that's its head. Well, its head was a man. That's what I said. Well, it looks like it killed a big guy. Right, well, I pulled out all these feathers, too. <laughs> yeah, we made sausages out of his torso. <laughs> right, and Barfield's got a cool little iguana skin belt. Well, it still seems like it just murdered a man. <laughs> well, first of all, fuck off, wizard. And second, <laughs> thank you for the mermaid tears. It saved my life up there. Yeah, I knew it would. Did you use it as an explosive or an elixir? Well, I drank that shit, Austin, Texas. It's obvious, you fuckwit. Right. <laughs> yeah, it did bring me back to life. Well, good. I am curious if my ferociously glowing testicles are connected to me consuming mermaid tears. Oh, definitely. Thanks for doing this, Liam. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah. Just, okay. Be civil about it, all right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like when you rub like that. Yeah, right there. Dick, come on, man. I'm a dirty horse, Liam. Brush the dick, Liam. Goddamn it, Richard. Oh, yeah, call me by my full name. No. Oh, yeah. Richard. Right there. Dick. Right there. Right there. Will you stop it, Chief? Stop it. Hey, why are you stopping? That was feeling great. Because it's awkward as fuck here, my horse. Don't you like to know it feels great to be brushed? No, but I know it needs to be done, so I'm thinking about trying to find a muzzle for you. Brush my ass, will you, Liam? God damn it. (laughs) We have fun here, don't we? That reminds me, thank you guys for allowing me to do this from week to week, and, uh... And shit, you guys are very kind. I'm glad I can entertain you, and boy, you give me back in return so much more. What, like free drugs? Shut the fuck up, Steve. Goddamn. Scatcast.com, you can find all our merch there. And we just dropped a ton of new shit. Marnia underwear for hims and hers. Ugh. Mrs. Scriptkeeper designed a few bathing suits. They're pretty hot. And to go with Liam the Monster Hunter, Velveeta shirts are reality now. They are a reality, and they're cool as fuck. Boots. And on top of that, there's the red shirts for the crew of Gunner Halifax, and they've got a special little feature on the back. It's dumb. There's also bath towels with the scooper trooper on there. There's tons of cool shit. Scatcast.com. And we've got some seriously fun shit happening in our litter box. That's our Patreon-only community. That's still dumb. If you really like this show, there's lots of content inside the litter box. For five bucks a month, ten bucks a month, even a dollar a month, you get extra stuff. There's Scatcast TV, our inside scooper, which you can check out for free this week. Episode 21 is for free. You can, everyone can hear it. Extra free dumb. But we're not going to do that again. Limited edition dumb. We hope you'll join us in the litter box. It's where the animation stuff is going to really happen. No thanks. Once again, only at patreon.com forward slash scatcast. Enough shilling, move on. Alright, it's time for the Adventures of Gunner Halifax and the season finale. It's not the season finale, is it? It's the penultimate season finale clip show. You made a clip show like in sitcoms? Yeah, here it is. Adventures of Gunner Halifax, the clip show. You dick! Yeah. He's Gunner Halifax. He's gone beyond the moon, it's true. He's Gunner Halifax. He's seen the world from a different kind of view from you. He's Gunner Halifax. He's seen the pyramids on Mars. He's Gunner Halifax. He's flown his spaceship really far. He's Gunner Halifax. He is a secret space cadet. He's Gunner Halifax. He hasn't found an alien he wouldn't make out with. Gunner Halifax. He isn't actually very smart. He's Gunner Halifax. But his crew is great. His wig is tight and so's his heart. He's making Earth some brand new friends. When the hell will the theme song for this guy ever end? This is The Adventures of Gunner Halifax. And everything you hear is true.
Can everybody hear me? As the head war guy for the United Star Systems, it's come to our attention there's a major problem. So, ladies and gentlemen, seasoned sirs, gentlebots, they, thems, non entities, fairy tale creatures, other kid, and Klingons. Let's begin the meeting of the Council of Concerned and Knowledgeable Species. So let's get right to the point. We gotta stop and kill this guy. He calls himself a captain, but he's been far removed from such positions. His name is Gunner Halifax. Yes, I know, I know, order. It is Gunner Halifax that killed the tall people. I know, yep, yep, I know that. And he wiped out all the small people. Yep, I know he got you mole people, yes. Something must be done. I agree, that is why I brought you here today. I know many of you have yet to hear of Gunner Halifax. Who's that? I'm glad you asked. Have y'all turned your attention to the wave monitor? We were able to hack into his computer's monitoring systems, and he's kept a quiet Quite extensive diary. Here he is genociding two species at once. Wait, your plan is to vacuum them up? This is not good, Captain. No. What? We're working against the clock here? Right, Captain. Mm. You just vacuumed up mm. two fleets yeah. of two highly sophisticated civilizations. What? They're tiny. They all fit in the bag. Is, it's just despicable and disrespectful and oh my god. I'm pretty sure it's also illegal. Nah, you would say some shit like that, computer. Shut up. Besides, it's a Craigslist gig. As you can see, he feels he is above the law, but he has been responsible for the extinction of several species. All right, all right, settle down. I need to show you all of these for the premise of this episode to work. So here's Gunnar Halifax doing some other shit. We have a major problem. I don't see a problem. All I see are trees. Uh, that would be part of the problem, sir. No. If you'll recall earlier from today, mm-hmm. we actually blew up all the trees right there. Oh, yeah, we did, didn't we? Right. Would somebody replant them or something? No. Do they grow super fast around here or something? Uh, no, they uh, walked here. What do you mean they walked here? Like, those are all tree warrior guys. Oh, oh fuck. Hmm. It'll be tough to use fire here. Well, so we're fighting trees? Uh, yeah. Trees. Tree people. Mm. Isn't it obvious, Captain, the trees are angry at us for killing all the other trees? Well, it seems like it, except for that they're trees. There are many sentient vegetable species in the galaxy and universe. You're telling me there's a bunch of talking vegetables in the universe? Yes. And they have, like, language and things? Yes. Art? Yes. Cities? Yes. Porn? Yes. Am I going to run into a spaceship with a talking tomato as its captain? Uh, well, maybe a cantaloupe. What? Captain, one of the trees is communicating with what? us. The tree's calling us? With what? Well, he's calling on the wavecom, uh. so I imagine the wavecom. Well, but he's a tree. Just put the son of a birch on. Yeah, all right. Hello, tree? Mr. Tree, are you there? No, this is me waving at you. This is me. Can you see me? I see you. Hmm, good. I am Tree Cock, hmm. king of the tree people. Did you say your name is Treecock? Yes. Excellent. And you have murdered my people. Well, see, we didn't mean to do that because we didn't think you were people. Ah. Uh, huh? Your ignorance will not spare you. Well, that doesn't sound like proper English. Ah. Don't grammar Nazi Treecock. Eh, fire the cannons. Captain, no. Missiles, too. Oh, my God. Teams. Oh, my God. Eat a dick. Oh, my God. Eat a dick, Treecock. <laughs> Get them all. All of them. Get them all. Even the little ones. That's our jobs. Oh, calm down. I think that's all of them, Captain. Bastards. Quiet. And to make things worse, that was on the property of a rich man. I know, I know. Calm down. But here's some other shit. Oh, God, I started something, didn't I? You did. Here's how the government works, Lieutenant Bambi. Oh, fuck me. First of all, you're bound to a contract that makes you a citizen. You went there to see it signed, you didn't sign it, and you might not have even been alive when it was signed. Second, once government is let out of its festering box, it exists despite you. If they want to build a space mall where your house happens to be, fuck you. They got a war, they'll take a couple of your kids. You got a 
business, they'll take half of that. Want to get married? Let them know so they can figure out a new way to take money from you. And if it's legal or not, who or what you want to marry. Captain, I really don't want to. Section 4. Once the bloviated chode wart that his government exists, it acts like a magnet to the shittiest, most corrupt individuals in the entire universe. And the majority of government is just those dickhole clowns parading around, patting themselves on the back, spilling platitudes to the masses. So let me guess, you don't vote. No, I don't vote. Well, there's nothing like being called a bloviated chode wart by the worst alien in the universe. Let's get to know this piece of shit better. As many of you know, his father was a United Star System star captain, Gunner Halifax Jr. He incidentally was also named worst alien in the universe a couple times. But the apple didn't fall far from the tree there either, because his father was also a Halifax in space, the first ever human in space, and I think we fucked that up. Right, right. Gunner Halifax Sr. was his name. He seemed to be less of a cunt, but still a cunt nonetheless. That was a nice wordplay, huh? Now back to our Gunner Halifax. Here's him selling drugs to kids. Now, here's your drugs, little children. Thank you. Now, try not to ruin your life all at once. Okay. Captain, we're very bad people. That's purely conjecture. I know my rights. And here's Gunner Halifax illegally transporting vampire chupacabras. Uh, Captain, you locked us in here with this crate. Uh, dude, what's in the crate, bro? Well, it's nothing to worry about. Captain, what is in that crate? And why'd you lock us in here, you tosser? Right, and why are you locking them in? Just a safety precaution. For who? Uh-uh. Oh, shit. Uh, dude, there's vampire chupacabras in okay. there, bro. That's Right. Well, that's a boring conversation. Captain, you brought vampire chupacabras on the ship. Yeah, they're super valuable. And they're super fucking illegal. Yeah, I don't really care about that. Well, you should have cared about putting them in a better crate. You put them in, like, a dog kennel. Right, that was my bad. Now they're biting Scotty McSconspin and Lieutenant Gregerson. Yeah, we're not going to be able to get either of those guys wet or feed them after midnight. Wait, is that how this works? Yeah, no. His crimes are extensive, from genocide to murder, all kinds of robberies, theft. He pushed down that nun that one time, and we have pretty good evidence that he pulls the tag off the mattress, which is illegal in several star systems. His crimes are endless. Here's him kidnapping Grogu, the little baby Yoda thing. Right, I know. I don't care about your life story. Shut it. Oh my god, you just shit green poop all over my fucking... God damn it. We also have evidence to show that Gunnar Halifax has been cloning people and selling their organs. Now here's council member with more information on that. We are currently tracking down our captain in a seedy part of Circuit City because he's a fucking asshole. This look like kind of place where you buy the crack of the space. Oh, you can totally buy space crack here, dude. All right, let's try not to buy space crack, okay? All right, I brought a bunch of extra muscle with me, a couple extra red shirt guys, Scotty oh. McScotsman hey. and Wandemir. Gram, gram. I am thinking I find captains. Is that him coming out of that? What is that, yes. a blood bank? It is called Bones, Body, Blood, and Beyond. Gross. Holy fuck, pull up, pull up to him. Hover here, hover here. Captain, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, hey guys, uh, just making some money. Well, I know for sure they're not taking your nasty fucking blood, so what are you doing? Just a guy doing capitalism. Captain, selling black market body parts is not capitalism. I don't know what you're talking about, but I do have 15,000 credits now. Captain, we're not fucking stupid. Yes, we know you harvest the red shirts. Oh, no, Captain, no. we saw how many clones you printed on the clone crew member 5,000. They're just fucking clones, calm Captain, down. Captain, you can't harvest the organs of sentient life. I just didn't, it made quite a pretty penny. You are what is wrong with the universe. Whatever, let's go double this money at the robot. Oh place. my god, no. Thank you, council member. Now, we actually missed our chance to capture Gunner Halifax a few sub-cycles ago, as he showed up in person to receive the worst alien in the universe award. Here's his speech. Wonderful. I'm just trying to make my way to the stage. Excuse me. Thank you. Okay. I've got the mic. You can turn off my song. Thank you, people, for uh, naming me this award. It's been a lot of years of me being the greatest pirate in the universe, and it's nice to be recognized by my peers for my, uh, you know, greatness. This is where one would usually thank God, but uh, I'm not going to do that, because that's ridiculous. If there was a God, he wouldn't have signed off on half the shit I did. Some of you might know my father. He uh, also won this award, I believe, back, way back. Way back. So you'd think I'd want to thank him, but fuck no, I'm not doing that. My mom didn't really like me either. 
and uh, you know, I've got a crew. I don't know how much credit I want to give them, but they certainly have been accomplices in all of my crimes, and many of them have actually uh, been witnesses against me in court. So I'm not going to thank them. I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to thank myself. Did I genocide the Toad people because I did it on purpose? No, not really. Did I wipe out the entire Entopian people? Because I thought they were just small little pieces of crap. I don't remember. There have been B people, tree people, C people. But I refuse to take responsibility for the ending of the ball bag route. Now, on to my political rant. All of you are stupid. I've been to every known planet, and none of you know what's going on. There is no God. There is only suffering. The universe is a giant consciousness, and you're all feedback loops in it. And for all intents and purposes, we're basically riding a ride made of chemical wavelengths. Nothing you do or think matters. No one cares if you're comfortable. And people are obsessed with building up heroes to watch them fall to their death. Doesn't matter what species, doesn't matter which of the eight million genders you may be, we are all cunts, and we think that makes us kick ass. Also, stop shitting on Nickelback, that's stupid, you're all stupid. That Chad Krager guy could write a fucking hook, and he has a great voice. Also, who decided to call a thing a blog? That's the dumbest f- As you can see, he has a terrible attitude. His crew are also culpable in these crimes of his. This is Drake Biombe. Captain, we can't just sell drugs to kids. They run the planet. Shut up. We are fine. And this is their pilot, known as Lieutenant Slev Seitzer. Well, Captain, did you just shit yourself? Yeah, probably. I've seen you shit yourself, though. Yes, but that was because you shot me with gun that make people shit themselves. Right, well, I'm not wrong. And here's their lead security officer, a Scotty McScotsman. He's wanted in 19 systems. He and his partner, Wandemir uh, Jones, here. They're dangerous characters. Here, look. I think we got all of them. I thought Dr. Schmuggy was kidding when he said that they were sentient cantaloupes. Hey, fuck these cantaloupes. Grum, grum. Hey, there's more. We should retreat and regroup at the bridge. Grum, grum. Hey, you go. Grum, grum. And of course, there's Dr. Schmoggy, also known as Darth Schmogius, also known as Master Schmogius, and we'll be leaving him the fuck alone. They also have this engineer guy who they call a lieutenant, but uh, he's just stoned all the time. Oh, I got bit by a vampire chupacabra, dude. Yeah, it's Captain. I got bit by a vampire chupacabra, Captain, dude. So, a bunch of morons, basically. So I vote that we send all the baddies after these guys so we can get them real quick. All the bounty hunters and the shitlords. Everyone in favor, say <laughs> And everybody against, say nay. The Splunk Tabbit. All right, let's get back to destroying economies and hurting people. Where is Gunner Halifax now? We have an insider that has told us that the Gunner Halifax has left his ship. Where? I encourage you, council members, Bim Bim, not to track Gunner Halifax down yourself. Where? Well, he's in the Toyota Telethon star system. He's flying a Star Puncher class cargo ship called the Boomer Goose. The xenomorphs are going to eat us, Dr. Smokey, and we're going to die. I find it interesting that I will die inside the belly of another. That's got to be ironic, right? Uh, I don't know. Dr. Smokey, why don't you use your lightsaber? I left it on the dashboard of the space shuttle. Oh, the mudskipper? That's all the way in the shuttle dock, we're dead. Where's your flex cannon? uh? I might have sold it so I could keep gambling a while back. I don't want to die, Dr. Smokey. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck. That's the fucking... Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuckity, fucker. We're going to die. Well, looks like those xenomorphs might be killing them for us. Yes, yes, we'll send people to verify. We're going to go ahead with Project Kill Gunner Halifax. And to lead up the hunt, a Mandalorian who needs no introduction, Mr. Dingo Fett. Crocky dick slapper. That's right. All right, let's go be bloviated chud wards to our respective people. He's Gunner Halifax. He's gone beyond the moon, it's true. He's Gunner Halifax. He's seen the world from a different kind of view from He's you. He's Gunner Halifax. He's seen the pyramids on Mars. He's Gunner Halifax. He's flown his spaceship really far. 
Dr. Smokey. You get it. Dr. Smokey, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ate all the xenomorphs, Dr. Smokey. You saved us. Yeah, it doesn't feel real good though, Captain. Don't die on me, you decomposing pus sack. Yeah, I don't think I'm dying. I think I just have to shit really bad. No, really, seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what the hell? What was that green smoke that just came out of whatever hole that was? Uh, Captain, you should get in your spacesuit and get out of the ship immediately. Wait, what? Why? What's yeah, gonna happen? Get out of here, Captain. Yeah. Dr. Smokey. And that is Scatcast 25, my friends. Thank you so much for listening. I've been the script keeper, and this has been Steve. Ugh. But there's more to Scatcast. Scatcast presents the Dipshit Files is tomorrow's show on Wednesday. With Mrs. Scriptkeeper. Also newly dubbed the Scriptist. That's pretty nice. Major thanks to her for all she does for all the shows, all the Scatcast stuff. But definitely the Dipshit Files is a lot of work for her. It's cannibals this week. Huh? It's the end of our ride of cannibals, yes. Then Thursday is the Dave and Angus show, and they're going to Georgia. And it made Georgia sad. Angus getting punched in the face in all 50 states is a pretty interesting way to learn about. United States geography, I think. Yeah, you're wrong to think that. Yeah, it's mainly horse fuckery. Yeah. And then this week we have the debut of the Just a Ride podcast. It's two more dumbs to the fam. It's the closest thing that we have to a normal podcast here. It's gonna be three dudes talking. I already hate it. It's a show about processing life, having fun. It's three friends. I think you guys might dig it. I think you're miscalculating heavily. Everybody knows what you think, Steve. So Scatcast, Tuesday through Friday for free, every week you've got four shows. If you really, really want to, you can get behind the paywall and enjoy Scatcast TV and our Inside Scooper podcast, which just got brand new Gunner Halifax shorts and Liam the Monster Hunter shorts because we're having fun, going to make cartoons, all that stuff. So join us in there. I don't want to. Or you can enjoy four very unique shows a week for free and watch me and my family starve. Oh, you're such a con. Whatever, man. Big thanks to Don the Shitbox Wizard and to Chris the Discord Dookie Slayer. Social media gone wrong. I don't Facebook often, but when I do, I shitbox. Okay. You'll find both of those master communicators in our social media universe. Yeah, I avoid those kind of things. Alright, we'll see you back here next Tuesday for Scatcast the podcast, another giant skit scat dump. Ugh. A dump o skit scats. I think I hate you, Zach. Right, let me know how you feel. Info at scatcast.com. We'll talk at you in the future. It'll seem like the present. <laughs> Bing bong. Bing bong. Uh.